Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out. See their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Yeah, it keeps you accountable. When you teach your kids how to pray, you have to be praying too. And so we I, it's been amazing how much doing these prayer activities and being really intentional with our kids about prayer has really changed my husband and my prayer life. And we hear that from parents all the time. We're like, I didn't really think it was eff- going to affect me so much, but I'm learning a lot and my prayer life is more robust. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to get to hang out with you again today. And I have a really special episode today. I love this topic so much. You just heard a short clip from today's guest, Steph Thurling, who happens to be the executive director of Christian Parenting, who produces my podcast. I've been working with Christian Parenting for a few years, and I just love those guys. Just appreciate the support so much. Uh, Steph also hosts the Christian Parenting podcast. And she's the author of a really great book that we're going to talk about today called Raising Prayerful Kids, Fun and Easy Activities for Building Lifelong Habits of Prayer. So I enjoyed this conversation so much, and here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that no matter where you're at in your own faith journey or your own prayer journey, you're going to be encouraged today. So some of you have been praying for years. You feel super comfortable. You're teaching your kids. I think this episode will encourage you. But I also want to welcome and invite anyone to listen who might be newer to faith or just exploring faith, someone who might say, I don't really know much about prayer, and I certainly don't know how to teach my kids to pray. Maybe this is a little uncomfortable or awkward. Well, we try to cover all those angles today, and I think Steph does a great job of giving some examples and some good entry-level prayers, and I think our book will do the same. It's got a lot of really great activities and fun ways to bring up prayer and practice prayer as a family. So I think you'll love that. 
All right. So I want to head right into the show, trying to keep these summer episodes a little bit on the short and sweet side so that you can get out and do all the fun stuff. Um, But I do want to thank you so much for just being a part of this community and for spreading the word about the podcast. And this summer, we've got a lot of good stuff ahead. And so especially in July, we're going to be inviting the kids to listen in alongside you as I've got my boys coming on for a few special episodes. So thanks for coming back every week, you guys. God bless you. And without further ado, here is Steph Therling and I talking about raising prayerful kids. I hope you're encouraged. Hey, Steph, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we we were just starting to chat it up before I hit record and I was like, let's just let everyone listen. So yeah, we could have just talked forever. <laughs> oh, we've got a lot to say always. Well, why don't you just go ahead and start by introducing yourself, telling everybody a little about what you do and where you are and all the rest. Yeah. My name is Steph Thurling and I'm from Minnesota, born and raised here, moved away for a little bit, but now I'm back um, with my husband, Trevor, and we have three kids. Calvin, Griffin, and Harriet. So they are middle school and elementary age kids, kind of the middle years. Um, And I am, I serve as the executive director of Christian Parenting. Mm -hmm. And I host the Christian Parenting Podcast. And then I also started and co-run a ministry called Raising Prayerful Kids with my friend Sarah Holmstrom. And we published our book, Raising Prayerful Kids, last March. So a year ago. Well, so you sit around a lot and just like... I sit around a lot. I'm bored all the time. (laughs) My goodness, that's a whole lot. Wow. So cool. And um, everybody knows listening that Christian Parenting is... I team up with them for this podcast and just love all that they do. And we're so grateful for them. So it's so fun that you have this big role. And you and I have like plenty of connections. We discovered when I was on your podcast that we both went to Pepperdine so mm-hmm. go waves. We have that waves. Malibu connection. <laughs> and yeah, maybe tell us a little of that background. What brought you? You grew up in Minnesota, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. And then how'd you end up at Pepperdine? So my older sister went to Pepperdine. Mm-hmm. And actually my younger sister did too. See. And my husband and his younger brother. So it's like wow. all of my kids' mm-hmm. aunts and uncles went to Pepperdine. But now I'm like, you don't get to go there. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> no. So, point them to the scholarship. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I'm that's holding that carried out in front of my son because my older brother went. I went. And um, now my 12-year-old is a golfer. And I'm like, okay, oh, let's yeah. get you a golf scholarship to Pepperdine. So that would be pretty yeah. cool. But, Not a bad place to go. Yeah. Pepperdine's yeah. a whole nother thing. It's like yeah. hardly college. It's like, I don't know what I was We thinking. had it made. We had it we made. We had it made. I, so in my head, I was going to go, high school Stephanie was going to go to the East Coast. Mm. I was going to go live in New York City. Mm. And But my sister was at Pepperdine because she wanted to go into film production. And mm-hmm. she did for a while. Okay. Um, she did cast. She did the Hollywood thing. Wow. And I went to visit her uh-huh. one weekend uh-huh. with my my little sister and I yep. went out by ourselves to LA to go visit her. Mm-hmm. And I cried yeah. at LAX leaving. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to go. Yep. <laughs> I never want to leave. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. My mom was just reminding me of the story. My brother, who's four years older than me, when we all visited Pepperdine, I looked at him and I said, I don't care where you're going, but this is where I'm going to go. So <laughs> I knew. <laughs> We're no dummies. Well, that is so much fun. Okay. So then husband was at Pepperdine. Is he also from Minnesota Mm -hmm. though or not? No, Colorado. Okay. Okay. And then you ended up back in Minnesota. Yeah. I told him like three months into dating, kind of what you told your brother. (laughs) I was like, I don't know where you're going to end up living, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to end up in Minnesota. Wow. So just so you know, this is 
Wow. He did. Awesome. He loves it here. Oh, well, I love that. Okay. So then tell us how you ended up teaming up with your friend to write this book and kind of the story behind that. Yeah. So I, after college, went to Fuller Theological Seminary, which is also in California, Mm -hmm. and worked in congregational youth ministry for a long time. Um, And I stepped away from that when my oldest was one. It was just kind of a transition mm-hmm. church-wise, and it made sense. Um, so I kind of just focused on being a mom. And as more and more of my friends became moms, and they started having questions about faith formation and what on earth they were supposed to be doing mm-hmm. with these little people yeah. that they now were supposed to be in charge of, right? they would come to me and ask questions like, what devotional do you like? Or what Bible should I be reading my mm-hmm. kids? Or how do I, you know, how do I talk to my kids about what they're learning in Sunday school? Yeah. And one of my friends literally cornered me at church and she was a newer believer and she had recently just started going to church literally for the childcare. Mm. And <laughs> she was like, well, now Charlotte's asking me to pray and I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. And so I tried to find all these resources for her and mm-hmm. I didn't really find a lot. There are a lot of resources about praying for your kids. Yes. Um, but there were not a lot of things for how do you teach kids to pray right. or how do you even learn to pray if you're a parent who sure. isn't really comfortable yeah. with prayer. Because I think even adults aren't comfortable with prayer. It's a really vulnerable mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I just was on the hunt for resources. I didn't find any and I was just praying about it and when you pray about something, sometimes mm-hmm. God answers yeah, those right. prayers. And he just kind of tapped me and was like, you're going to you're gonna make some resources and this is what you're going to do. And uh, it just was really on my heart to invite Sarah into it. And so I called her up and so was like, great. this is it. We're going to do it. And she she was reluctant at first uh-huh. um, to jump into this yeah. adventure, but she uh-huh. felt the calling due. And so we just started giving resources out and I love and that came along and yeah. So good. Well, I want to kind of start with maybe even just like, we'll say prayer 101 here. And like for anyone <laughs> listening, that's like, I'm yeah. in that position where maybe, you know, I've heard the term God curious a lot lately. And mm. the people who are like, I'm, I'm just kind of exploring, like I'm realizing I want God in my life, but I didn't grow up in a Christian home or maybe the way the home I grew up in did things wasn't like it kind of turned me off or the, you know, church, church wounds, all those things. But for those who are like, I actually want to raise kids of faith. I want to talk about that. But before we do, maybe give us just a quick picture of what you do in this book, raising prayerful kids, kind of how it's laid out. And then let's circle back and do start from those who aren't praying yet, and then move into even the teenage years and some things we can encourage listeners on there. So first tell us about this book. Yeah. So the book is really laid out where you, no matter where you are in your faith journey, no matter how comfortable you are praying, you can pick it up and find something that will work for your family. So Mm -hmm. each chapter of the book is a different prayer activity. Mm -hmm. And there you go. There's like prayer games, which are really fun. And then focus prayers Mm -hmm. require a little more work. And Mm -hmm. then there's contemplative prayers, which are just going a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And we really did that because we want people to think outside of the box Mm -hmm. when it comes to prayer. Because when it comes down to what prayer is, it's crying out to God. Mm -hmm. It's communicating with God. So we also talk about listening to God because it's not just us talking at him, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's a listening activity. And so I think that we have this idea that prayer is supposed to be around the dinner table Mm -hmm. and before bed Mm -hmm. and you like 
hold your hands and you bow your head and you close your eyes and it is a long, serious, yes. eloquent, beautiful thing. And that yes. is great. Yes. Like I'm not saying that's those are bad right. things, but that's not the only thing that mm-hmm. prayer can be. And yeah. so we really just wanted parents to know that prayer can be fun and prayer can be joyful. You know, mm-hmm. I look at the Psalms and Psalms of praise are, they're loud mm-hmm. and there's instruments and it's singing. And those are all ways to communicate with God. And we can do that as adults, but when it comes to kids, like we should teach our kids young that God's just a part of our life yeah. and we can communicate him and with him in so many different ways. Yeah. And so we just really have that on our heart is just think outside the box a little bit. We say, change your language. Yeah. So we really like to say, like, take some of the things that you're already doing with your kids, the things that you're already talking about, mm-hmm. change your language just a little bit. And all of a sudden you're praying and praising God, you know, instead of being like, wow, thank you so much for this beautiful day. It's like, thank you, God, for making this beautiful day, you know? So just change your language a little bit and it turns into a moment of prayer. Right. Which kind of just reminds me of that theme that I bring up all the time. Intentionality. It's just looking for those moments of like, I'm already doing this. I don't have to invent something new. I'm just shifting Mm -hmm. it a little bit to be intentional in this moment. Here's a great opportunity. You know, the ambulance passes you and you're like, oh, bummer. I wonder what happened. Well, let's take that moment to say, oh, let's pray real quick for whoever needs that ambulance. So Mm -hmm. intentionality. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And and I really have had fun looking through these activities. I think there's some really cool things. So I want to pull out a couple of them uh, a little bit later, but let's talk to the mom out there who wants to bring prayer into her family life. Maybe kids are still young. She's not sure how to start. What kind of words do you have for her? Yeah, I think start really small mm-hmm. and start what where start where it's easy. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a mom this was a while ago but she had a young child like a toddler mm-hmm. and one of her she was telling me she's like well I have a really hard time praying before bed and we pray throughout the day but I really want to pray before bed mm-hmm. and but by the time we get to bedtime my son is really cranky. Uh-huh. And so she started walking through her bedtime routine with me. And it was just this very like elaborate routine. <laughs> and she was like, I, by, by, by the time we actually get to bed, he does not want to pray. And I'm like, okay, well, when is he happy? And she's like, in the bath. I'm like, great. Right then there. start praying in the bath. Yay. And just while you're doing your bath time, if you want to just like reflect on your day and you can be like, what should we thank God for mm. that happened today? Like yeah. what happened to us that was really good or what can we praise God for? And then maybe just throw in there like a create in us a clean heart, Lord, because yeah. you're in the bath, yeah. you know, throw in some scripture, but start somewhere where it's going to work for mm-hmm. you and it's going to be sustainable because we often are like, I'm going to start praying with my family and we're going to do a morning devotional totally. and then we're going to have family prayer time. And like, that's a great idea, but yeah. if that's not realistic, it's yeah. not going to last. Right. So just start with what's going to stick for your family and you can always build on things. I love that. And I love that it. there's then that positive association too, because if kids are yeah. like, ah, oh, we have to do nighttime prayer and they're like bummed, oh, yeah. then that's not going to really serve the purpose. So oh, I love right. that. So start where it's easy. And I also think like they talk about habits, habit stacking and all that. Mm -hmm. If every time they're in the bath now you're reminded, then it'll help you be more consistent with that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that. Mm -hmm. Hey friends, hope you're enjoying this conversation, but I want to pause real quick to tell you about a great little resource. Perfect for summertime. I'm looking at mine right in front of me. It is called Love God, Love Others 
It's a four-week family challenge to live out the greatest commandment of all time. And you can get your own copy over at Christian Parenting right now. And for summertime, this is so perfect. So each week, you're going to focus on loving God with a different aspect of who you are. And it includes a few pages on a portion of the Great Commandment to equip all of you for the week ahead. There are scriptures and points of truth for your family to reflect on together. There's fun challenges to try with your family and really... This is just a super helpful resource that will help your family grow closer to each other and to God as you learn about His steadfast love for you and learn how to love Him back with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You guys, this is an adorable little book. It's super creatively done. I know you're going to love it. So head over to cpgive.org. Again, that's CP as in Christian Parenting, give.org. You can get your copy and use it this summer with your family. What a great opportunity to grow closer. Hope you can get that and hope you enjoy. And now we'll get back. Back to today's show. Okay, so then let's switch gears and say for the moms. Moms are like, okay, mm-hmm. it's one thing to teach my kids, but how about yeah. my own prayer life? Um, do you have any tips for just getting started in your own prayer journey? Yeah, I think that's really hard because prayer is such a it's a really vulnerable thing. Mm-hmm. And we really do have this idea of what it's supposed to look like. And so when you're trying, you know, you want to do it right. And I think it's really just important to remember that there is no right way to do it. Yeah. And writing down prayers is really helpful um, because then you can kind of see where your heart is and you can go back and see where God has been answering. Yes. And I also think if you're trying to get used to prayer, don't underestimate the power of prayer repetitive prayer or pre-written prayer. Uh I think sometimes we're like, no, I need to think of it myself. But there's there's the Lord's Prayer in the Bible, Uh and that's how Jesus taught us to pray. Yep. Yep. So if that's in there, it's good. That's a good thing. Right. And so I just think, you know, like start with something like that. Start saying the Lord's Prayer out loud. Right. And then write down a few things in a journal or write it in your phone app or whatever is going to work for you. And just start with that. And then build upon what you're comfortable with and just just start because God doesn't have an expectation for what your prayer looks like. He just wants your heart. He just wants you to talk with him. I love it. Well, and you do have a chapter that talks about the Lord's Prayer in your book. So that's probably going to be helpful for the moms as well as teaching kids. But also, I love that your section, Lectio Divina, has scriptures and themes. So that would also be, again, a helpful tool to use as you're getting started. And um and yeah, so this book, as much as it's for the kids, I think for any mom that's getting started or dad, I should say, there's some really helpful tools in there too. So yeah, it keeps you accountable. When you teach your kids how to pray, you have to be praying too. Right. And so we, I, it's been amazing how much doing these prayer activities and being really intentional with our kids about prayer has really changed my husband and my prayer sure. life. And we hear that from parents all the time. Absolutely. We're like, I didn't really think it was aff- going to affect me so much, yeah. but I'm learning a lot and my prayer life is more robust. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. the theme that comes up consistently in my writing and everything I do is just the importance of modeling and how much mm-hmm. kids catch from us, you know, more than what we tell them to do. They're going to do what they see us doing. And so yes. I do think, I know some parents are like, well, I'm not a morning person. I don't wake up till after the kids are up and, and that's fine. But if there's some time throughout the day that 
they can see you. And, and I don't think you're being phony by doing that. People are like, oh, I don't want to just act like I'm praying. No, it's actually accountability. I, I just say, find a time to prioritize prayer and reading scripture and let your kids see you doing it. Um, because really that's just holding you accountable to what you really want to mm-hmm. be doing. It's good for you. And then they're seeing it. So uh, yeah. I think that's that can be a really big part of forming kids' spiritual lives is just showing them walking this, showing yeah. them what you're doing. And when you have a concern, when you're angry, when you're happy, making prayer the first response you have, they're going to pick up on that as well. So I don't know about you, but I feel like the more people I talk to who are really active in their faith as they get older, mm-hmm. so many of them are like, even when I was a teenager and was going through a period of doubt, or even when mm-hmm. I didn't know if this was for me, I, I remember my mom every morning was doing her quiet time yep. or we always went to church or yeah. I know my mom was praying for yes. me. You know, like I hear so many people going back to that. And I think that's just really important to remember yes. is what we do matters. Seeds are being planted. Yes. Even if they're too stubborn to show. Right. <laughs> it's true. You know? And that's also, yeah. again, that kind of accountability of what is our attitude towards prayer or going mm-hmm. to church? Okay. So now, and I know your oldest is middle school, right? So you haven't mm-hmm. walked through the high school years, teenage years, but you talk to a lot of people and this is something you've mm-hmm. done research on and all that. Do you have any advice for maybe the family that hasn't made prayer a priority, but now they've got a teenager and they're like, is it too late? Like, I really still want to teach my kids the importance of connecting with God. What do you say to them? Yeah, I think first of all, it is never too late. Right. Like it is never, never too late. Think about all the people who come to know Jesus way into adulthood. Yeah. Like your kids are not gone mm-hmm. and you're still a parent, yeah. even though, you know, you're still parent to your 23 year old, yep. even though he's That's out it. of your house, yeah. you know, so it's not too late. It's never too late. And I think I would go back to our earlier conversation about modeling, mm-hmm. model that prayer life mm-hmm. and just show them that it's important to you. I think another good thing to do is to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think we're really quick to ask our kids questions about how was your day? Mm-hmm. What's going on with your friend group? What are you learning in school? Have you finished your Again, homework? <laughs> have you done your you Have you started your homework? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have any homework? Right. You know, we're quick to a- ask our kids those questions, but we're it's a lot less common for parents to say, hey, what are you reading in the Bible right now? Or, hey, would you like to read the Bible with me? Or what did you, we went to church. What did you learn from that mm-hmm. sermon? Or on a Wednesday, like, hey, remember what we, what the pastor talked about on Sunday? Like, have you been thinking about that at all? So I think asking questions and just showing your kids too, like you're getting older, you're an adult. We can have some of these real conversations and like, Uh let's do it. Like, this isn't, I don't have to lecture you about this. We can talk about it. Or what questions do you have about God? Like this hasn't been a huge part of our life. And now we're starting to go to church more or pray. Like what questions do you have? What Mm -hmm. doubts do you have? Yeah. So and good. Like, oh, I have that too. Yes. Like, so I think those I are that. good. I love that. And um, I also love that for those listening who might be newer to faith or trying to figure it out still to be okay saying, ask, tell me what your questions are and let's find them, find some answers together. Mm-hmm. And whether that means, yeah. you know, someone you trust to go to, or you're just opening scriptures or finding a good resource it's okay to, and, and I think they appreciate that humility. I think yes. by their teenage years, they figured out that we aren't perfect or all knowing. And so for us <laughs> to just humbly say, I'm just learning, but do you want to learn with me? It just opens a really cool door for you to connect. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And then one activity that I think is in the book that I think is really helpful for kids of all ages. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is the activity I point people to when I speak at like a mops group. I always have, every single time I have someone ask the question about like, well, my my husband isn't on the same page or he's not comfortable praying. Like, how do I get my husband involved or how do I get my teenager involved? She doesn't want to pray with me. Yep. And I always point them to the prayer of examine. Mm -hmm. And that is the practice of reflecting on your day Mm -hmm. and acknowledging where God was in your day, how God moved throughout your day, and Mm -hmm. then praying over that. And you can do it in a million different ways as Mm -hmm. a grown-up. But as a family, we just do it at dinner. And every night we say, what was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? And how did you see God today? Mm, I love that. And then everyone gets an opportunity to share. And my kids actually start it now because they love doing it. So if you come to dinner at our house, my kids will ask you how you saw God today. So just like be ready for that. I love it. Um, But then, and then we pray over those things. But I think it's a really good way to start talking about God and acknowledging that God was in the best part and the worst part and any other part Mm. without it being a high pressure, like feel like prayer situation. Because it's just a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Awesome. Well, hopefully everyone can just get this book and whether they have little ones, there's a lot of great activities for younger ones. But also, like I said, I think so much of this is good for us as adults and just a, a really helpful tool. I didn't warn you in advance, but I have a question I'm asking everyone on oh. the at the end of the podcast, and hopefully you could think of something off the top of your head. But I love to ask my guests if you can share something amazing from your life currently or recently, and amazing from my book, of course, is a pleasant surprise or something that causes wonder. So is there anything you can think of, um, and any category works here, that has been amazing in your life recently. You know what? Actually, we had something, a kind of a parenting moment last night that we were like really amazed by, Mm. my husband and I. Um, Our son came to us with a, well, he basically wanted to tell my husband that he didn't want to play football. Uh, And he felt very, very nervous Mm -hmm. telling him that because he was his coach last year. So he felt like he was going to be offended. Totally. No, that those things are, those are some big conversations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he, but he came, so he came to me and was like, I need to talk. And how how old is his son? He's 11. 11. Oh, okay. But he came to me and was like, I want to talk to dad, but I'm nervous. He's going to feel sad or Mm. he's going to feel like his feelings are hurt. So we had talked about it. And then he was able to then go talk to Mm. my husband and it led to a conversation of us saying, I'm really glad you're able to talk to us, but I'm also really even more glad that when you were uncomfortable, you knew you could come to the other parent first and mm. go through that. And we want to remind you that if you ever feel uncomfortable talking to both of us, like there's a lot of adults in your life that you could talk to too. Mm. And do you know who those adults are? And he just started listing out all of these people in our life I've who he talks <laughs> to. so and good. That seems like kind of a random thing, but mm. we have been one of the priorities in our parenting since before this 11-year-old, he's our oldest, was born, was that we wanted to be really intentional about having adults in our yep. kids' lives yep. that they could go to yeah. for conversations. Mm-hmm. And it was so, we went to bed like, wow, 
we're doing it. It worked. Yeah, this was our goal. And we're doing it. Like we really, really wanted our kids to know that there were other adults that they could go to. They couldn't go to us. And he was listing them out. And it was it was really amazing for us. Yeah. So that is that was beautiful awesome. and so encouraging. And you're going to be so glad you did that as they go into their teenage years too, because it just is so important. Well done. I love that. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. No, I was, I was very proud of him and yeah, it was, and it's yeah. neat too, that then you could encourage that, which makes him go, Oh, you know, he'll, it'll really encourage him to continue to do that when, if, if, and when he needs to, but sounds like he has a good relationship with you. So that's that's huge. Well, so done. far we haven't entered the oh no. real team. It gets yet, better and I'm better. excited for this. Good. I know. Don't do not. Fear. I'm excited for them. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there will be uh, links to you and your book in show notes and a few notes that I'll put in there as well. But if someone wants to just track you down and follow you right now, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can follow. There's a few different places you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is just at Steph Thurling. And then you can also follow Christian Parenting, mm-hmm. and then which is at Christian Parenting, mm-hmm. um, and then underscore org. That's right, at Christian Parenting underscore It'll org. And then there's also um, at Raising Prayerful Kids. There we so go. Those are my three places that I hang out on Instagram. Yay! Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And then ChristianParenting.org, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. And then RaisingPrayerfulKids.com. Right. And then our book is everywhere that you would buy a book. Yay. Awesome. And mm-hmm. I'll link to your podcast as well. Well, Steph, yes, thank, you. thank you so much for being with us. This has been so encouraging for me and I'm sure for everyone listening. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You bet. Aloha. All right, guys, hope that you have been encouraged by this conversation and you can find links to everything we talked about over in my show notes, which today you can find at monicaswanson.com forward slash Steph dash Thurling. That's S-T-E-P-H dash Thurling with a T-H at the beginning. All right. So I hope you can go put into practice some of the things that Steph and I talked about, and you'll find a whole bunch more practical activities and ideas in Raising Prayerful Kids, which I will link to in show notes as well. But appreciate you hanging out with me today. I hope you have a fun and safe summer ahead. And I'll be back next week. We actually get to dive into chapter three of Raising Amazing next week. So if you don't have a copy yet, be sure to use that link in show notes to order a copy of Raising Amazing. Next week, we're talking about parentamorphosis. Do you know what that means? (laughs) It's a funny, fancy word, but we're going to be talking about modeling an amazing life for your kids, what that looks like, how we can do it. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So thanks for being here, friends. Have a great rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Mm